Hello everyone, welcome back to the Dave Isms Podcast. This is episode, gosh, I think it's 68, uh, season 2, I think, <laughs> not sure. Uh, and this one is just going to be about, well, I was going to title it Dealing with Anxiety, which I think we all have, the different levels, and uh, everyone, you know, it's everyone, for everyone, it, 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 it kind of... Uh, Affects everyone differently, and probably there's most definitely different levels of anxiety. Like, I know when I'm really anxious, and I'm not doing anything, I would probably eat when I don't need to eat, when I'm not hungry, uh, and I'm just trying to learn to drink water, or eat something healthy, you know, that's satisfying, and eat it slowly, not fastly, because I am anxious. <laughs> that's that's the key, That's that's the trick. And now I'm, uh, well, it is, uh, Monday, the 25th, and next Monday, November 1st, I'll be starting a new job, so I'm kind of anxious, so I had to, it's, uh, a job at the state of Massachusetts, and I'm looking, I filled out everything I had to do online except the insurance, because there's so many different insurances, and what to pick, and what not to pick, and... My sister's in the insurance industry and she knows what's good and what to look for, but, you know, every insurance is offering less and less, you know, it's, it's just, you know, I said to my sister, I said, what if everybody decided we're not going to, if no one, if everybody, everybody in the country decided, hey, we're not going to take insurance, then what would happen? The insurance industry would collapse and then what would happen? <laughs> Hospitals wouldn't have any money. I mean, it's, uh, it's a crazy system that they make money off of you. Uh, uh, you know, it's not that they make money off you, but they do, but they, they charge you more and you're getting less. And then the, the, the crazy thing to me is that there's stockholders that, you know, they want the insurance company to make money. So it's like, it's not really, stockholders don't want the people that are purchasing the insurance to be healthy and being taken care of in the best way possible. No, it's, how can I make money off of people's uh, premiums? That's the word I'm looking for. So it's it's kind of crazy. So that made me kind of anxious about insurance. And then I, you know, the boss called me from the new job. Said, "Oh, you got to fill out, finish the paperwork." And I, it was actually there was 14 sections, and that was the last section. I did it this morning, literally probably within 15 minutes after she called. Picked the one I researched, and that's the best I can find. Um, and so that was a lot of anxiety all up to that point till I picked it. And then I'm like, okay, that what it is, is what it is. Um, but yeah, how do you deal with the anxiety? I mean, I, people say, oh, you can get rid of your anxiety. You, know, you can't get rid of anxiety. It's just like I was saying, uh, you know, change is always occurring. People have probably different levels of anxiety and what makes you anxious might not make me anxious. I might just go, oh, well, that doesn't affect me in any way. You know, I don't, the way I feel about that or deal with that, it doesn't make me anxious. Um, I mean, I'm kind of anxious about the fact that I'll be teaching people online and not in person because of the, the COVID, because they're not taking any clients and meeting people in, inside. So you meet them virtually. So that'll be... I guess that's okay. That's actually kind of better for starters because you're just dealing with people online and they can see you, but 
you don't have to stand in front of them. They're not right in front of you. And you might, you know, it's, it's actually a little, for me, it'll be like a little warm up till we eventually will be seeing people in person, which I don't mind seeing people in person, but, uh, you know, for the classes, it could be groups of people. And I didn't even ask how many people can actually be in the session. It could be probably a couple or it could be 10, 20. I, I, I forgot to check, uh, they show their stuff online and you register for whatever classes they have and it shows you how many people registered. I, I did check. Actually, no, that's a lie. I did check that. It wasn't a lie. I just forgot a, a forgetful second there, but I don't remember the numbers in the classes. You can, it's, it's pretty cool, but you know, I'm anxious about doing that, but I've talked to people in groups before and it's sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's not, uh, just got to try and keep people engaged and, uh, and it'll be fine. That's, that's, that's the only thing. And then you're meeting new people and after working somewhere for 16 years and you're like, wow, I was getting, I was like, that's a long part of your life. You know, that's, that's the longest I think I've ever worked anywhere. Usually it's been around the vicinity of five years or so per place. I can think of or less. Um, but that's a long time. And they always ask you in the interview questions, where do you see yourself in five years? uh, above ground, hopefully that's, that's, that's what I want to say. But, um, and if I'm not, that probably be okay too. I'm not going to stress about it. I can't control that. Uh, so yeah, five years from now, I don't know. I want to learn as much as possible about everything. Um, I, I still, I was actually dabbling in a little bit of computer programming and it's, it's too boring for me. <laughs> it's just, it's, there's nothing dynamic about it. It's just the thing where I think if you're good with that, you can make really over a hundred thousand easily, if not even more, depending on what you do and, uh, the company you work for, or maybe you're doing your own, your own, uh, business probably make even more money. I mean, the potential there is limitless, but for me, it's just programming things. And then, you know, it creates, I was creating a, uh, using circles and I created a face and as you use circles, then I also tried another command, which I saw and on the screen that you could use, but the, 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 uh, the, 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 the thing I was doing for the little segment was supposed to be with circles, but I wanted to use lines cause I wanted I made a face with a mouth and two eyes. And I think I put a nose in there. I don't remember. And then, I made uh, lines over the eyes and it's, it's just, it's just very technical. You got to put, you know, you have to have punch in different numbers, like a bunch of set of numbers with a comma in between them to put the circle and size it and where it's going to be on the page. And, and for me, that's just, uh, it's just kind of boring. So I was like, okay, well, at least I kind of know what the programming is at least I think it was called, I think it was Java which is a popular thing. And if you can learn Java, you can make very good money. Uh, and that's, and, or anything with the cloud, uh, AWS, Amazon web services. I think that's what's called. And Azure is Microsoft's version. You can make a ton of money. You can literally probably go through less than a year of schooling and make, you know, very good money for a starting job. As long as you can prove to the people you're can do it and are passionate about it. Usually they're throw you right in and, and, 
and they just want people that want to do it because places are hurting for employees. So it's kind of cool to kind of do that because it's like when anything you don't know anything like any job or computer program or play on the guitar, you kind of get anxious because you don't know what you're doing and you don't want to screw up or you want to make sure you do it right. But that's all part of the process is making mistakes and learning or making many mistakes and learning how to do it correctly and taking the time to practice and just put the time in and then you'll be less anxious about what you're doing. You're like, Oh, I got this. This, I was so anxious and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And I was afraid that I'm going to screw this up and mess things up. But that's the process of kind of learning anything new. Uh, and for me, uh, my last day of my old job was last Wednesday and in, I've been, it was great because I'm like, oh, the weather's going to be good. It's going to be only like a day of rain in the next week and a half till I start the job. And then I'm riding my bike and I'm getting some miles in and doing some other stuff. Uh, tomorrow it's going to rain, so it's going to be clean my room and other shit up day. Actually, be getting up early to go to the grocery shop and at like 6 a.m. at uh, the Super Walmart and just getting all that prepared. And I've been looking for apartments because the uh, place I'm working at is about 50 minutes away from where I am now, which is kind of too far. And I know a friend of mine that drives, got at least an hour, well, he drives probably faster than me, but he drives at least an hour to work, but he's making over six figures. He's probably making like close to 200000 if not more than that. He's heavily been in computers for years and uh, head of information technology at an insurance company and then got another job and... So an hour commute for that kind of money, you know, I, I could, I would be able to deal with it. But for what I'm making, you know, it's substantially more than I'm making now before at the other job. Um, you know, I just want to be with, I like to be within a half hour because here in New England, Connecticut to be specific, um, when you have to be at work and when it snows, um, you could just double the time to drive to work. So, and the more, uh, time you spend on the roads when it's snowing that'll create anxiety <laughs> if not fear sometimes because uh, you have people that you know oh, I got all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive and I could drive the speed limit or faster in the snowstorm until you try and stop and you'll and if you live in a snowy area you know what I'm talking about you'll see that four-wheel drive buried in the side of the, the highway because they skidded off the road and couldn't stop because the vehicle weighs more. So that's another source of anxiety is just idiots on the road, even in perfectly nice weather. It's just chaotic. It's insane how bad people drive. It's, it's just ridiculous. Um, that's what I don't understand is people driving so fast and weaving in and out. And imagine if they clipped somebody and they caused an accident and killed somebody. You know, they don't realize, uh, you know... It's real life on the highway. It's, this is not the Fast and Furious because that's a fake-ass movie. There's nothing re based in reality, especially the last ones, which I haven't seen, but they're just more outrageous. But yeah, I want to live somewhere closer to where I work, a half hour or less. Um, and you're, I'm getting get a little anxious about, you know, finding a new place to live and, you know, what's, you know, just... You know, having, you know, that's the whole thing. Moving is a stressful event, as is marriage. Uh, I think those are the two. Moving? 
marriage. I don't know if a new job is, but I, I should look up what the toppings are. But I know moving is a big one because you got to get all your shit, pile it in, get rid of stuff, and pack it, and then unpack it. And you're going to a completely different place that maybe you don't know anybody. And, uh, but there's an excitement to that too. I mean, I, I, I want to be somewhere where it's less crowded and, but I do like, I do like the suburbs because you can go for a walk on the, on sidewalks instead of walking on roads with no sidewalks and worrying about, you know, idiots in cars. It's bad enough they can jump the sidewalk and run you over, but at least you have that extra space than walking on the side of a road. So I'm kind of looking for small towns that have an area you can walk around, you know, not a tiny, tiny town, but, uh, the town my job in is like, is around 18,000. So that's reasonably big, but it's in the next day to Massachusetts. And I'm, I'm not really up for having to get my, get plates and get registered and a new license. And, uh, I think I'm going to get something close enough, probably most likely in the state of Connecticut, and then just look around the town that I'm working in and see if I find an area that I, oh, this is cool. And, you know, just take, take it step by step. Um, I mean, I don't have to rush to get an apartment. My dad's like, you don't have to rush to get any, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, well, I don't want to put a million miles on my car. And, uh, in the course of a month, cause if it's, uh, if you're doing 80 to hundred miles a day, that's 500 miles a week. And then that's, you know, that's, See, that's making me anxious already. <laughs> it's just, it's, I, I want to keep this car for a good long time because the price of used cars is out of sight. I can, I could sell my car right now for what I paid for it. So if I find a, if I found an apartment in the, if I could find an apartment in the town that I got the job in and just sell my car and just, hey, be even with the money in my car and I can just put that money away. I would do that. I could walk to work, get groceries in town, and uh, wouldn't be too bad. That would be less anxiety. No insurance, so there's money saved a month. No maintenance, no gas. You're talking a couple hundred bucks a month, you'd save by not having a car. You're talking two, three, four thousand a year on just saving money. Um, but to get places, that's the problem, you know, that's that's, that's what sucks. There's no United States. We have no great train system like Europe or Japan or some of the Asian countries or, you know, it's just not like that, unfortunately. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm just looking at apartments and so I don't want anything expensive. I want something that's clean and safe. And so looking today, there's just not that much out there. Some of the same ones are there, which means, they're probably not good. Uh, and I, you know, you, you just want to have specific things. So that's part of it. Like I said, different levels of anxiety. I mean, moving is a big deal. And, uh, I'm just, uh, ideally I would like to have an apartment within the next two months, which we're coming into November soon, December by the new year would be perfect. Um, and that's the whole other thing. I'm looking for, um, to just, you know, my bed now is a, is a full bed and it's comfortable. It's a memory foam. That was the company name was the company is a uh, bear mattresses and it's good. I never wake up in pain or anything. Um, 
But the frame that it's on is, I just got the cheapest frame. It was a $100 steel frame that folds up. So if I move, it's very easy to move. So I could fit, I could fit this mattress in the frame in my tiny ass fit car. Uh, and since the foam mattress, the memory foam, I mean, I can mold it and it'll fit in my car. Or I can just throw it in a, the back of a, my sister station wagon, which is a, is a bigger, probably be a better idea. But it's, I just want to have everything to be portable like that. Um, but I wanted to, thinking of getting a, a nicer frame. And I can give this frame to my sister or leave it for my parents. So they can have a, a, a bedroom if anybody comes over, which is not that often. Usually they just come over for short visits. Uh, not overnight stuff, but um, yeah, just looking at different quality things. Oh, and that was another thing. I was, <laughs> I, and it was warmer when I did this. I got rid of my, uh, not quilt, we call it comforter. Yeah, I had a comforter I bought. I've had it for so many years. I think it was like 60 bucks. It was good, but it started falling apart. And I'm like, I just want to invest in quality things. Um, I guess this isn't going to be anxiety. This could be a rambling. <laughs> but I want quality stuff. I want to buy something that's good, that's going to last. Um, whether clothes, yeah, so-so. Because you can buy, I mean, I don't want to spend a fortune on clothes. Just something that's decent, that lasts a decent amount of time. Although I saw a uh, video today. There's this guy in Finland, and he's doing different, talking about apartments and how the new apartments are so efficient and the windows and the different, the wa usually they just have, a lot of them just have washers um, in the apartments. Then they have just these fold-up drying racks, which you can buy. And so people just do that because, number one, you use like less electricity, which is more efficient. And plus, if you don't dry your clothes with a regular, you know, electric gas or whatever dryer you have, you hang them out to dry, your clothes last longer. And I'm like, I never thought about that. I mean, I think when you dry them inside, that makes sense. But if you dry them outside, uh, they'll definitely dry faster because the sun, but then also the sun can break down materials and cause them to fade. So that's a whole nother issue. But yeah, I was just kind of anxious about, Oh, I want to get looking for furniture. And then I ordered this awesome comforter and I spent I bought a queen size one. Even my bed is, bed is a full. I think my next bed, I might just get another one when I move to get a queen. So the comforter was shipped out, and then and then it was wasn't getting here. It was literally it was the other day. It was I checked it a couple days ago. I wrote to the person. Now this 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 comforter is like it's made out of hemp and something else, and it's well really good really well rated it's organic it's you know it's not no no crappy chemicals in it or nothing I'm like from the ukraine i'm part ukrainian in my heritage so i'm like oh this is cool and then they ship it and they you know it takes a while to get through from where it's coming from the ukraine and then it got to new york and it was there october 12th it was been there uh so now i'm getting oh man so now i'm now i'm gonna be out of I think it was around 200 and change for this. Like I said, I want something that's last, good quality, um, organic material. Uh, and because I don't, you know, I don't, that's I only need one comforter. I'm not going to have a different one because this one, 
it's breathable. It keeps you warm, but it keeps you cool. Not that I'm going to have it on when it's when it's hot out. You know, I'll probably have it on my feet. I don't know. For some reason, I like my feet. And having my feet not well covered, for some reason, makes me anxious in bed. <laughs> I guess. <I'm, laughs> but, but um, uh, yeah, so I just want a good quality product. So, it's stuck in New York. And that's literally within an hour and a half away. It's It's not moving. I'm like... So I, I got it off Etsy and I typed the lady back. I said, "Hey, this is not getting here." And she says, "Okay, I'll." And it says that the sender should, you know, follow up. So she did that. But literally the next day after I told her that, I actually went and punched it in and did a claim with the postal service. You know, which I guess it's good to have both. You know, I'm supposed to be receiving it, and then literally after I did that, it actually arrived. Um, in Connecticut, and hopefully it'll be here tomorrow because it arrived. Depending how backed up things are, you never know. Um, so it should have should have gotten to me literally a week ago or so. But who in the heck knows? New York, maybe they're backed up. Maybe they're maybe since people are ordering so much crap, who the, I don't know. So I was like, oh man, I got rid of the comforter, and it's getting cold. So here I am with a sheet, another sheet, then I have a small. I have like a nice American made. Uh, wool throw from Woolrich that I got for uh, it was like a hundred bucks. It was on sale. It was more than that, but I got it for a hundred bucks. So it's a good quality thing, but it's not a thick comforter. It's literally um, it's literally thin, but it's nice. You know, it's really cool looking. It's put at the end of the bed, but it doesn't cover the whole body. It covers me from my toes to about my waist. So, um. I'll be thankful when the comforter gets here tomorrow. I'll be so happy because <laughs> it's getting cold. <laughs> but yeah, it's just about, you know, wanting to buy just quality things. And how often you, you know, you see something on TV or hear something or you see something else, someone else gets, oh, I, I got to get that. You got to, you know, I just want stuff that's practical, that's reliable, that's durable, that's quality. And I'm trying to find things, um, that aren't made in China because, um, I just, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, we all want to, uh, open my, uh, make a noise here. That's, this is my, if you hear a weird noise, it's my, uh, buckweed hole. I think it's buckweed hole, hole, H-U-L, hole pillow. That's American made. It's got buckweed in it. You could see, you could hear the noise. And you can kind of like take out some buckwheat and then make the pillow as you know high or low as you want. And then you can, when you put your head in it, you can, you can push some of the buckwheat to the side, allow your head in it. I like it because it keeps your head cool in the summer more so than a regular pillow or a memory foam. Pillows can be pretty um, uh, hot sometimes. Although I had bought a cheap memory pillow a long time ago and it was the best pillow I ever had it was perfect I wish I bought 10 of the damn things it was under 20 bucks and it was awesome then I washed it and I destroyed it <laughs> so I, and I tried other millimeter I, I tried a couple of memory pillows and they're just not not the same literally I'm actually staring at two that are on top of my huge beanbag chair that don't have a cover on them so I'll probably just give those to my parents or my sister to their spare bedrooms um, so whatever guests they have, they can be uncomfortable and feel my pain. No, 
But uh, yeah, I mean, a pillow is a very personal thing. So uh, the one I got was kind of expensive, but there I am. It's got a good, it's a good quality product. You have a problem with it. You're dealing with somebody in America. They take care of it. And that's just, uh, that's what I'll call it. Searching for quality without anxiety. No, that makes no sense. But yeah, it's the same thing with, uh, you know, I wanted to, uh, the, the, you know, the, the crazy thing, you know, I love, well, not crazy, but I love bicycles and I have a bike that I love. It's not a speed bike, but I try to go fast on it like a moron, but it's not made, it's just made for cruising and going on a decent clip and just enjoying the ride kind of bike. But I sometimes look, I want to buy something a little more racy that's fast. And, uh, you know, the sad thing is that pretty much even a bike that's, and now you're going to please, you know, hold on to something. Cause there's, I mean, there's bikes that are 10 plus thousand dollars, carbon fiber, there's the best components. And I would never in a million years spend that much. Even if I was a multimillionaire, billionaire, I just wouldn't because it's, the, the, the thing is, they're, they're, those are made in China, and it's like, they're just ripping you off. It's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. You don't have to spend that much. And for, you know, a good chunk of change, but under, well, under 10,000, you can get an American-made carbon bike, and it could be all American-made. You get, that's, that's the question I was going to pose, is they were testing, uh, different Chinese made bicycles. Uh, and since all the American companies, well, they're not all necessarily American, but some are, um, a lot of them are bought out by big conglomerate corporations, uh, worldwide corporations, but you know, they're all made in these factories in China and they, you can actually buy good Chinese frames direct from China that are better quality than some of these $10,000 bikes that they're actually having recalls on some issues with them. But, but you can get them very reasonable. And I was thinking, wow, I can get this cool bike and I can build it up any way I want. It'll be a hell of a lot cheaper than me going and buying it from a bike shop from a main, one of the big companies, you know, big bike makers. But the problem lies in, okay, if that frame fails, then, yeah, go try and go after a company in China. How are you going to sue them if if they were at fault with, you know, bad manufacturing? That's the problem. You can't. It's, I don't think you could. What are they going to do? Oh, here, we'll send you a new frame. I'm sorry you broke your neck, you know. But uh, this is more of a rambling. I'm going to call this Dave Rambles about multiple things this time because it's not really a set topic. But because I missed last week and I didn't even realize it, I think I was just uh, – coming to the realization that I was changing, you know, places of work, still in the same field, instead of an employment specialist, I'm an employment counselor, which is kind of cool because it's, uh, it's, um, and working with a state, uh, I, it's, 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 I don't know, the, I'm just, uh, excited for the change and, uh, but you get anxious, like I said, you got to meet new people and usually I pretty much get along with everybody. Hopefully that is the same here, but I just, you know, definitely enjoy talking to people and making them laugh and, uh, and just trying to get stuff done. And, uh, I just want to be more focused and 
be more focused outside of work, like, and do stuff, you know, with a passion. I, I do this, um, podcast and I want to do a better job, but I want to make sure I do it weekly and not miss a week. But the moving thing made me anxious for sure. And nervous and like, Oh God, I got to get a place and I don't want to be driving too much. And, and then a part of me wishes that be cool if it was, a, if it was a train ride, I could, I wouldn't mind doing that. And it was, if it cost me a hundred bucks a month to ride a train, that would have been cool. Then just read a book or listen to something, but listen to music or watch a video on the way or whatever, or learn something while I'm on the ride. But that's okay. Um, but it's just the, the new thing. Uh, it was a long time coming and through this change and, uh, I'm excited to get nervous, but I just want to, you know, when you, because I always want to do a good job and I get really, even at this last job, well, I've been the same, was at the same company for 16 years. The last four years, it was a new, four years ago, it was a new position in a different, uh, area of the company in a, in a different building, uh, in the same city, but a different, different, different location. So I was super anxious and it's like, I was so anxious. It was just ridiculous. And, uh, it's, I, I go, wow, you're this old and you're anxious about that. It's like, that's ridiculous. You need to calm down, son. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it happens to everyone. It's just like, you think, Oh God, I don't want to mess up. I want to do a good job. I want to make sure I get there on time. Like, uh, I mean, I know I will set my phone alarm and then I'll set my tablet alarm and I might even I actually have another alarm clock that you can plug it in or in your charges. And I'll, I'll probably have three alarm clocks. No lie. Cause I don't like to be late. And since I have to travel such a distance for till I get an apartment, um, that's, uh, that's the other thing. Well, that, that's the problem. That's one of the things I saw with the apartments is that, you know, they want to do a credit check, which is fine. And then, but a place of work, well, I don't have a proof of, uh, funds coming in except for my last check from my company, which I could show them that, but, um, but they'll be like, Hey, you're going to commute from all the way over here, down to here. No, well, I don't know. I, I, I'm just going to wait till I get the first check from my new place and then some of these rents want you to make sure you make like three times the amount of monthly what the rent is so my mother's like yeah they just want to get the riffraff you know and have good tenants to make sure they make enough money to cover the rent which that makes sense but i should just say you know i'm retired <laughs> here's what's in my checking account and that's all i'm going to show you <laughs> i mean really i mean you know what if you're not working i'm almost retired i'm 53 i'm retired that would be nice. <laughs> Actually, one of my friends is going to retire before the summer of next year. Um, and so then, but he worked like a dog. And I might have mentioned this before. He worked for the state and he would work wrenching with my dad. And then he worked at a motorcycle place. And then he's going to, he has a kid. So he's going to retire and then be able to spend more time with his kid and his wife. And that's a good plan. That's a good plan. But uh, I don't think there is a, a right or wrong way to do things, but he was smart, saved a ton of money, put away a lot of money. Cause the likelihood is you will live a fairly long time. And I think that was in a Chris rock, uh, in a Chris rock, uh, thing. He said that, yeah, most people will live a long life for the most part. 
So you kind of have to plan for it. Did I plan the best for it? I would say yes and no. It could always be better. Um, but, you know, if you work all those jobs just to save all that money, then what other things should you do to enjoy your life? I don't know. There has to be a balance, but that's kind of, you know, some people are just the kind of people that work, work, work and save. And, and doesn't mean doesn't, he had motorcycles and all kinds of stuff and did enjoyable things. But, um, I don't know that too, I guess it's to each their own, what they want to do and achieve and the way they do things. It's, it's your own trip. So I, you know, that's, that's how, you know, the way I do something is not going to be the way you do something and that's okay. As long as I'm not hurting anybody or myself, I don't see a problem with that. Um, but yeah, this is kind of a rambling catch up. <laughs> nah, catch up. That's why I forgot to put catch up. Uh, if I have to take the ketchup out and use it on my uh, scrambled eggs, I made. I just had made scrambled eggs and just some. I think I just had uh, pepper. Yeah, it was just pepper. I didn't put anything else. I didn't put any salt. But they were good. But yeah. Uh, just trying to just realize that the change is coming and new workspace, new workplace, new people, new state, new town. So it's a little more north. It's north, um, northeast of me. I think it's about 40 something miles so that'll be interesting to say the least um i think i think after i left my other job i was more becoming more anxious like holy shit this is actually happening it didn't sink in it's like it'd be like well if you won the lottery or you won a good sum of money you wouldn't or you'd be like whoa okay i still don't believe this is actually happening to me <laughs> kind of like that although i'd prefer the money because then i wouldn't have to go to work but that's that's i'm not that i don't think that's going to happen so i'm not i'm going to make my own money <laughs> keep making my own money till i can't anymore um but yeah it's just um settling and so you had a ton of anxiety and then now it's just kind of like okay i got the paperwork done and then my first day, I was talking to my boss today, Deb, and she's like, yeah, there'll be an orientation the first day, and I'll probably be just around the computer, probably chatting or listening. Uh, I'm assuming there maybe it'll be more than just me there online, just uh, going through all the stuff we have to go through, because when you work for either a big company or a municipality or the state, such as such as it is, there's a lot of... Uh, things you have to go through as far as uh, trainings and all these other things, which is okay. I mean, now once I get through that, I just want to get through the part of learning what I need to do to do my job. And then once I'm comfortable with that, that I'll probably be in more ease, which is only natural when you start something new. And then I can breathe and I can relax and be... You know, just enjoying the job and the people I'm with and helping the people that need the help to get a new job to the best of my ability. And hopefully uh, I can satisfy their needs. And then um, 
I, I kind of went off track. I was talking about uh, what I was going to try and do outside of work, and I wanted to make the podcast better, um, not miss a week, uh, not have any excuses for missing a week. But I just kind of like was internalizing all the crap I was dealing with. Oh, crap, this is a big change and a big big thing happening. But that's okay. It's my show. I can do what I want for now. No, I don't, I don't have advertisers to... Uh, Say, hey, you got to, you know, I, well, I, then again, if I did have an advertiser and they're paying me uh, per show and you're going to, we'll give you a hundred dollars per episode. Oh, I'll probably do five episodes a week. <laughs> if that was the case, <laughs> but yeah, I just do a better job with the podcast and I want to go back to, um, shooting, making simple videos for my YouTube channel, which is, um, I'm not going to state that the name of the YouTube channel yet. Uh, it had one name and I changed it, but I haven't put anything on there in months because people don't realize how hard it is. If you want to, I like, you know, I like to do something reasonably good quality, but then sometimes I just want to shoot and just talk and whatever. So that's fine. Well, but I want to work better on that. So anyway, I'm going to end it here because I'm really, I am rambling on and I, uh, one of the main reasons I actually did the show is because my electric toothbrush, which was working fine this morning and showed it was charged, uh, crapped out. And then I put it on the base to recharge it. Then it wasn't recharging. And then I was screwing around and I did it again. Then it started charging. So these 37 minutes, I should be able to brush my teeth now. That's the real reason. I, I'm sorry. It wasn't a real show. It was just a time killer to charge my electric toothbrush so I can brush my teeth, um, which is the truth, but I also wanted to just give you a quick show, which is actually a long show. So hopefully uh, this has helped you either go to sleep or uh, go to sleep. <laughs> and the thing is, I record these and I never listen to them. I just let them go and then let them out there. And that's how it is. So anyway, I want to thank everybody for listening to the Dave Isms podcast. I appreciate you so much for taking the time out of your busy day or morning or night just to give a listen. And I will definitely be here next week um, filling you in on my new uh, escapades at my new job, How that, what that's going to be like. And I need to take notes. That's one thing I need to do better is take notes with uh, things that interest me that I pop into my head. Because that's usually how these shows are. Something pops in my head and I do it. I do it really, uh, you know, off the top of my head and just kind of just spills out there. But that's the other thing. I have to get a new phone. So that's making me kind of anxious because I'm, I'm taking all the pictures I have on this phone. I put them up to the cloud. And then I, uh, and then, yeah, it's just I got to write down the, the different apps I have. Because I, I think usually they can transfer that stuff, but usually they don't doesn't work that way i don't know but but anyway i gotta write that down and make sure i get everything changed over right right phone number and all that good stuff anyhow thank you all again for listening to the dave's podcast my name is dave i appreciate you wherever you may be in the world whether it's morning noon or night i thank you so much again be good to yourself and be even better to people that aren't nice to you and that's it thanks again Till next time, I'll see you, or I'll, no, no, I won't see you, you'll hear me, and hopefully you're listening. Thank you again.